This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Uh, but let's get to some questions. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I'm scrolling up to the top of the chat here. We got to pick two guys. Leron Bitten is asking Latavius Murray. You got to pick two here. Latavius Murray, uh, Leonard Fournette, Rashad White, or Slayton. Leonard Fournette's situation, I don't think I would be playing him this week, uh, you know, given the fact that he's hurt. So I'll probably play Rashad White over him regardless. I, yep. I think my pick here is Rashad White regardless of whether Leonard Fournette plays or not. If Guaranteed. Fournette plays, I think I'm going to play Rashad White, obviously, but I think I'm going Rashad no matter what. Oh, we got to yeah. pick two. I'm sorry. Yeah. Pick two. So, I, I'd pick... so Rashad and who? I would go Rashad and Darius Slayton. Uh, Darius Slayton I... has quietly been getting it done. He's had a really nice floor. And a little bit of upside. Um, that's something that you're not going to have with the Tavius Murray. And then, obviously, if you're starting Rashad White, there's no reason to be starting Leonard Fournette. So, I, I would stick with Slayton and Rashad White. I think I agree with you. Perfect. I think I agree. Um, all right, let's see. Let's see. Um, going. Let's let's find the next question here. Daniel Weston's asking: uh, Breeder or Homer? If both Saquon and Walker don't play, uh, this was this easy for tough. me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's hear. Let's hear. Maybe you I'm can sway tra- me. I, I'm going Travis Homer. Um, I'm just going with the better offense. Um, you know, I think the Seahawks are going to be able to move the ball. I, I'm a fan of Travis Homer. I think he's a better running back than Matt Breida. Um, he's been efficient this year when he's gotten opportunities. Preseason, he's looked good. So I'm going Travis Homer personally. Yeah, I view these two in a very similar light in terms of what I'm expecting for them in terms of their workload. I mean, I know Breida, like we said. I guess Homer is on a better offense, but I'm not sure how much workload he's going to get. Brita, I think he's going to be in that same department because Daniel Jones, he can run too. And who knows what they're going to you know, deploy uh, in this matchup. So I don't want to say Brita, but I, I'll go with the, I'll go with hey, you on Homer. The, off, the, offense is better for, the offense is better for Seattle. I don't think the touchdown upside is there for Brita as much as it is with Travis Homer, like you said. It just takes one trip to the red zone, the goal line, and there you go. You got Homer. Oh. He should get a touchdown. Boom. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Tejas is saying that he clinched a playoff sl- spot last week. Isn't that nice, Tejas? Must be yeah. nice. Must be so nice to have clinched a play. I'm just kidding. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, yeah. I- I'm just, I'm just messing that, with that, you. that was because of us. It's because he watches the podcast. So the rest of you, you know, just if you're not watching the podcast already, just, uh, you know, Listen, jump I, on. I'm, That's I'm, how you win I'm, playoff I'm, spots. Listen, man. This is my. This is our podcast, and both of us are still fighting for our playoffs lives in in, in our league. Hey. You know, it's funny. In our league, I was just looking at it. Uh, I was just texting with a couple of buddies. In our league that we have together, the lead, only league that matters. Yeah. I um. I realized that I I'm at the fourth spot right now. 
I'm at mm-hmm. I'm at the in in our rankings and like I think the top six out of the twelve make it, and yep. I can either go all the way up to the two spot with, with like depending on what happens this week, or I mm-hmm. can be out of the playoffs. Yeah, well, this is the thing <laughs> when half the league when not only half the league, so we have ten teams at six or seven and better. When that happens, you could fall based on points scored down to that ten spot pretty easily you know what i'm yeah. saying like and it's the same thing with me and i'm screwed this week because my team is not looking good i'm a waiver wire warrior this week and that's what i have <laughs> uh the you know Dude, the uh, what what you is also the, have um, amari you have amari potentially out too right yeah no oh crap you're right oh man you, you might you might want to pick up brita dude I, I, I just did. Believe it or not, I did like oh, 15 did. minutes ago because he told <laughs> really? me to. So I'm like, I'm taking it. My super flex, I think it's oh, going to be Brito. I, I don't know. But I don't know. But this is the thing. I The tiebreaker is point score, right? Because there's no divisions. It's not like you have a better division record than somebody else in this. It's just the top 12. So the t- tiebreaker is going to be point scored. I'm not projected to score any points this week. So I can't even cling to that. <laughs> right. It's not going to be good. There you go. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck, buddy. Um, Sean is asking Travis Homer or Knight. Uh, is not even Knight. Um, you know, this is closer than yeah, than than it. I think a lot of people would easily go Azanovan Knight here. Um, yeah. And and I I think I would agree. I think yeah. I would agree. If I had both of these guys, I'm going to go Zonovan Knight because he's more of a sure thing. I wouldn't be surprised that Travis Homer outscores Knight, but I think Knight has a more secure low a secure role. I think. Yeah. Um, I think he's in a more secure in terms of touches, I think. Um, uh-huh. so I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Zonovan Knight here. This is a funny thing. Cause we said about, it was Brita and Homer was the decision. And you said it was easy. I said it was difficult. This one you say is difficult. I say is easy. I'm going Zonovan Knight because he has Mr. RB target share at quarterback. It's Mike White. He's just going to be throwing the yeah. ball to him the whole time. So I sure. think Zonovan Knight, his floor is so safe because of those targets that he's going to get regardless. He could get 10 carries, and he's going to be just fine. And I think, ultimately, I mean, I'm not saying the Jets' offense is better, but it's a division game. You know, I think Knight can get can get it done against the Bills. They've been allowing some more points than usual these past few weeks, especially with Von Miller out. They're not as good as they were uh, the first time these teams, first time these two teams met. So I, I'm going with Knight here, and it's pretty much head and shoulders above Homer for me. I, I hear that. So right now, I have Zonovan Knight and Homer around RB18, 19-ish. Um, and then I ha- I would have, pro- I would probably have, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Brita. I would have him around RB twenty two. Okay, so not, it's not too far off actually. It's not no. too far off. It's, it's only a couple spots down. Okay, they're so all, yeah, they're, they're, they're all the kind of tier. yeah. So this is a good question, Sean. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Tejas, uh. Oh, rest of the season question, Tejas. Must be nice, huh? Uh, James Cook. <laughs> He's looking he towards the playoffs. Is he, he a viable fantasy fantasy play rest of the season in PPR? He picked him up off of waivers last week. I I, I would have to see. I, I want to see what the situation looks like this week. You know, obviously, you know, you picked him up already, so that's good. And he's picked up in most leagues at this point. So let's see what happens this week. You know, I, I really liked what I saw last week. But what we don't want is just this continue to be a three-man backfield in terms of snaps. And what yeah. we don't want is Singletary to like kind of be super close uh, to Cook in terms of touches and opportunities, which is they, they were, you know, they were, he was what, 25% off of his touches or opportunities last week, 20 to 15. So not a huge difference there. So if the numbers are smaller, overall numbers are smaller, then it's going to be a lot closer of a distribution in terms of opportunities. So that's what we want to see. 
you know, yeah. if you're hoping that James Cook is going to be viable the rest of the season. As of like this week, I have I have him as like a borderline low end RB two, um, but that's because six teams are on by. Yeah. Well, with James Cook, I think it's a good pickup. You know, first of all, a good pickup if you got him in the waiver wire, it's fine. Um, rest of the season, I do want to see, like you said, one more week because these backfields tend to be really finicky. We've seen this in a bunch of backfields where the snap share just goes back and forth, like the Rams. Obviously, it's a bit more of a drastic case over in LA, but that's just, you know, something that I can compare it to as far as the touches. We've seen the tires. They were spinning the whole time on James Cook, but just last week, they started to get a little tread. They started to get a little grip, and, you know, now it looks like he might be getting a little bit more work. If he's if we see a same type of a similar workload and similar production this week as last week, then I would say, okay, maybe James Cook is a viable starter. But up until last week, you know, he was pretty much an afterthought. There was a reason he was on the waiver wire before that. I want to see if this workload becomes more solidified before I say that he's a viable fantasy start because outside of last week, he really wasn't. Ver- Versal Thompson is asking, do we drop Brandon Cooks? That's a good question. I think a lot of people are wondering the same thing. Um, he's probably going to be out this week. If you really need to drop him and you need to pick up somebody else to replace him, yeah, drop him. However, yeah. if you can afford to keep him, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to shut him down for the rest of the season. They might. But look at his schedule after Dallas next after Dallas this week. Kansas City, Tennessee, and Jacksonville. You know, if, if he ends up coming back, he could be a solid wide receiver three for you. Maybe. But maybe I'm not I'm not like dying to keep him on my roster. I mean, Davis Mills is back at quarterback, I think, this week. Kyle <clears> Allen <throat> got benched. So yes. we've Shooting. seen them yeah. have rapport. Obviously, I was a big Brandon Cooks guy coming in the season, but that has fallen face flat, you know. So we'll see how that we'll see if that gets any better. But um that's the only thing you can really cling the hope with with Brandon Cooks at this point. The offense is not good. And Damian you know Pierce if Damian Pierce yeah, if Damian Pierce can't overcome this offense there's no way a receiver's going to because Damian Pierce works independently of the quarterback. Brandon Cooks relies on the quarterback, you know, to obviously produce if he's going to be catching the ball and neither of these quarterbacks are good. So I, I would, if you need to drop it, I'd like to keep him. If you, if you can, you know, that's fine. But if you have somebody on the waiver that you're just dying to get, and that's someone that's going to be an immediate contributor for you this week, I'm okay with doing that. Me too. Me too. Uh, Daniel Weston's asking if Mike Williams plays, would you rather play, Josh Palmer, or Adam Thielen this week. That's Where are you going with Zach? It is tough. It's close. I think I would go with Palmer because I like the matchup. Yeah. You know, obviously Mike Williams is there, but we saw what happened last time he played, and obviously you can't count on that to happen again. But the way the Chargers' offense has come on a little bit, and like I said, the matchup against Miami is good. Thielen has been really quiet behind Justin Jefferson. You know, there hasn't been a whole lot there for him this season. So I would start Palmer just because of the upside. We know he's you know liable to take a, a long pass for a touchdown or just a big gain feeling he's been more of a red zone operator and with justin jefferson dalvin cook tj Hawkinson, there's a bunch of other weapons around him um that have been getting it done uh better than him this season so I, i'd start with paul i'd start palmer i think i agree it's close though because it, the last time that Thielen played the lions he had a good game we talked about the lions double teaming jefferson the entire time with okuda you know it could be yeah. a situation where Thielen ends up being open a ton and, you know, he's being found. But with Mike Williams back, who knows? The last time Mike Williams was back, he got hurt in the first play and Palmer went off that game. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm leaning, I'm leaning Palmer there. Palmer, I think, has a nicer floor. I mean, Thielen has been hit or miss, you know, pretty much. That's true. All season. That That's yeah. the thing that's kind of making me, like, you know, if you want the sure thing, go Josh Palmer. Um, I do think Josh Palmer's ceiling anyway is higher than Thielen's. Yeah. Okay. Tony Stark, nice name, is asking – Pick three, PPR, ETN, Jamal Williams, Swift, and White, assuming no Fournette. 
I think I'm benching Jamal here. Yeah, I feel like you have to. Etn, we know, like we talked about him a lot on this podcast, and you know, you pretty much know how we feel about him. He, he just has to get the workload. He hasn't had that the past few weeks, but he should get that. You know, again this week. And Swift, he's been on the on the rise. He was full participant, I think, was it yesterday? And yeah. he's back. You know, that was just a little blip on the radar. Thank God. And then Rashad White, like we said, we can start him, assuming maybe if you obviously assuming Fournette isn't playing in this scenario, I think White's a better play than Jamal. Uh, it's close for me between ETN and Jamal. Like, if you're shooting for like ridiculous upside, Jamal might be the play just because he could get two touchdowns on the ground. Um, yeah. You know, so like, I'm okay playing him. Like, ETN is vulnerable. Like, both are vulnerable for a low scoring game if Jamal ends up not scoring. If Jamal doesn't score, that's it for him, right? And um, yeah. I guess he's due to not score. Uh, <laughs> like ETN is due for a bigger game, um, so I think I'm going to ETN Swift and White personally. ETN has a better so, uh, role too, you know. Like we said, yeah, hundred percent. What's called he, Williams he plays... works exclusively on the ground, and that's about exactly, it. exactly. Good point. Uh, Terrell Taltuin is asking, "Hello, I need one running back and one flex: uh, Homer, Pacheco, Pierce, Knight." James Cook, Gallup, and Slayton. Okay, let's remove a Gallup and Slay- Slayton from this. Let's remove James Cook from this. Um, let's bring it down to. I'm going to remove Pierce as well. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Against so it, it, defense. Yeah. So pick two out of these three: Pacheco, Homer, or Zonovan Knight. I'm going to go Pacheco and Knight. That's I, I think so. I think I. I think I am too. It's it's close. I, I'm definitely starting Knight. I think it's close with Pacheco and Homer just because of the matchup. You know, obviously against Denver, we're not sure how good this offense is going to do. Pacheco might not have – I mean, the Chiefs, obviously they have high touchdown upside, but it might not be as high, and Pacheco might be a little bit dependent on that. Where Homer, you know, could be a contributor, you know, throughout the game. He could get some targets. You know, he could catch some passes. I might be talking myself into starting Homer, but first glance, no, I'm going to say I think, Knight I, and Pacheco. I think you're right. I think you're right. I have a feeling that Pacheco is going to near or go over 20 carries this week. Um, the way to beat Denver, I know they have Patrick Mahomes, but I think the way to beat Denver is through the ground. We've seen Andy Reid do this on some occasions where they choose to go through the ground, and I think this is going to be one of those games. Um, so I think Pacheco is going to get you know 18-plus carries in this game. Uh, Denver's run defense isn't as good as their pass defense, which is they're, they're really stout, You know, especially, like I said, you know, if they get their nickel corner back, Kwan Williams, this week, then yeah. it's definitely a situation where you want to run the ball as much as possible. So I'm going Pacheco and Pierce as well with Homer a close third. Pacheco and Knight, right? Not Pierce. What did I say? Pacheco and Pierce? Pierce. I'm sorry. I meant Pacheco yeah. and Knight. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thanks for He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Pacheco and Pierce. I'm putting them in my lineup. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's not what we meant. Um, Brett Barker, nice name. Not a lot of cool names here. Brett Barker. Um, Pick one for flex. Uh, Rashad White, Pacheco, Jalen Warren, Rondell Moore, Kadarius Tony. Um, Rondell Moore, I don't think Rondell Moore is going to play this week, dude. Like, I know their game is on. I know their game is on Monday night. He didn't practice yesterday. Um, You know, just keep an eye on that. You would have to know if he's going to play on Sunday. So I'm probably just going to play Rashad White, assuming that Fournette's out. That might be one of the deciders, you know, obviously. I think if, if, if Rondo Moore was playing, maybe I would consider him if he was more. If we know, like like on Sunday morning, if I find out that Leonard Fournette is going to play and Rondo Moore is going to play in a PPR league, I'm going Rondo Moore. Yeah, that's what, that's what I think. But because we don't know the situation, obviously, with Rondo Moore, you're going to get left out to dry if you 
wait and then yeah. he doesn't play. I think the safest bet here is Rashad White. I, I have a feeling Rondo Moore isn't even going to practice the rest of the week. I think he's going right. to be back the following week. And then Greg Dorch is somebody that you could pick up uh, this week. I'll definitely put out a story on Greg Dorch later today, uh, especially since he's already picked up in our league. Was was he dealing with an injury too? I thought I remember. Yeah, but he's that. back. Right. Okay. He's he's back. Uh, my, my my brother-in-law, who's completely out of contention uh, for the playoffs, picked him up. So there's yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Henderson. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? Does Mayfield make the Rams wide receivers relevant? That's a good question. Um, we have to see more. Yeah. Like he just stepped in, he threw to whoever was open, and who knows who his favorite targets end up being. Tyler Higby, his route participation ended up going super high, but he ended up only with three targets in this game. Maybe that changes. Yeah. Who knows? I want to drop him, but I can't now. I could, but I don't want to. And like it's one of the situations where I don't know if I'm dying to pick up Skaronic. If I'm dying to pick up Jefferson or Tutu Atwell. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to because like you know, you pick up one guy, the other guy ends up going off next week. This is Baker Mayfield we're talking about. We just got to keep yeah. that in mind. This is Baker Mayfield who couldn't support uh, a two-headed wide receiver core with Odo Beckham and Jarvis Landry. So. Remember, remember DJ Moore? Superstar wide receiver? Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to right. And I forget, so, some people were saying, and obviously I guess it was okay to get caught up in the optimism a little bit, but some people were saying that was the best quarterback that DJ Moore has had in his career. <laughs> what, Baker so. Mayfield? Yeah. Yeah, I was saying that. That's what I was saying going into this year. That was me. Clearly, um, we were a little bit too high on him. And it, it wasn't just him, it was me too. Bit. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of I mean, I wasn't even high on Baker Mayfield. I just thought he was like, okay. Um, yeah. Ryan Francis is asking. He got to start somewhere in the flex here. Zonovan Knight, Travis Homer, Mostert, or Dalton Schultz. Full PPR. Um, I think it's close. Like, good options here. But I'm going to go Zonovan Knight. Yeah. Zonovan Knight is a pick for me, too. Uh, he's he's looked good the past few weeks, and he's pretty much a default. It seems like a lot of people have questions about Zonovan Knight. And yeah. I'm I'm pretty much locked and loaded with him, you know, as a wide, uh, not wide receiver, RB2 this week. So if you're starting my flex, like, I, I think that's as good as you can ask. We, have, we like, the same questions over and over again. Another, you know, Blaze is asking, what's up, dude? He's asking, he's torn now between Rashad White, Mostert, Homer, Deontay Foreman. Rashad White is the play if Fournette's out. If Fournette's not out, who, who are you going with, Homer or Foreman? I'll go Foreman, I think. Okay. I mean, Seattle's defense isn't fantastic. Josh Jacobs tore him up two weeks ago. Obviously, it's Josh Jacobs. But Deontay Foreman, we've seen him. You know, he has his games where he just gets a ton of carries. And he's not super efficient, but it's okay because he still goes over 100 yards. He can score a touchdown. So I would start Foreman if Leonard Fournette played over Rashad White. The Panthers are going to have to keep this game close if Foreman is going to get a big workload. Um, that's yeah. the only concern. Game script is a concern there, but he has the highest upside uh, among any of these running backs, to be honest. You can roll into this matchup with the hope that Sam Darnold, you know, looks like the Sam Darnold that he was last week, where he was actually just, you know, good enough and that he makes DJ more efficient and that the ba- offense is balanced to the point where they stay in a competitive game. I think you can ride that uh, optimism a little bit. Kate Smith is asking, would you start Travis Etienne or DeAndre Swift this week? This is a good one. I'm going I DeAndre would go, Swift, though. Yeah, I would go Swift too. Like last week was just like a taste. You know, this is what you've been waiting for. If we could get that this week, it's a fantastic matchup against Minnesota's defense. And we've seen pass catching running backs do very well uh, against Minnesota. So I would definitely start Swift this week. Um, it's ETN's gonna be a high scoring game. Yeah. ETN's playing against a pretty tough Titans defense. Obviously, they got torn up, but that was by AJ Brown, um, not by the running backs. So I, I think that Swift is my pick for this one. Agreed. Agreed. 
Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I am going to open up Underdog here. Uh, we're we are doing a battle royale uh, right now, and we're gonna I'm gonna enter the contest. So, by the way, if you do sign up for Underdog, uh, make sure you use the code Upper Hand because you're gonna end up doubling your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. Code Upper Hand. Okay. Every single week, you can draft the team for that specific slate. So, in this specific in in this week, Battle Royale Week fourteen, five dollar entry, two hundred twenty five thousand dollars in prizes. They have other ones as well with the $10 entries, you know, with less people participating for $30,000 in prizes. They have a $100 entry with even less participants for $25,000 in prizes. So depending on what you want to do, we're going to go with the Battle Royale, Week 14, $5 entry, $225,000 in prizes. There's only six, six people per draft, six rounds. You ready, Zach? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So we're going to wait until this fills up. Once it fills up, we're going to be able to start drafting, and it's filled. We're waiting on two more people, and we'll we'll wait wait on that. In the meantime, let's see if we can answer a quick question. Uh, I have one here that looks pretty interesting. Okay, go for it. So, Seawalk, if that's how I'm pronouncing that correctly, is asking for flex pick one. It looks like Gabe Davis, Rashad White, Jacoby Myers, or Travis Homer. What do you think of this? What, what do you make of this? It's two two. Two all right receivers. Obviously, Gabe Davis has been quiet recently. I'm not starting either of these wide receivers over these running backs this week. You think so? If, assuming that Fournette's out. Yeah. Gabriel Davis has a really tough matchup. Um, by the way, our draft is starting in 40 seconds, so we have a little bit of time. Um, I'm not starting Gabriel Davis. He has a tough matchup. Myers, you know, hasn't been super dependable. I do like his matchup this week, but hasn't been super dependable. If Fournette's out, I'm going Rashad White. If Fournette's in, I'm going Travis Homer. All right, so... Uh, I'm I'm partial to receivers, you know this. Uh, <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess Jacoby Myers, like I said, he's ailing a little bit, so I would maybe leave him out. This looked a little bit closer. Obviously, you want to say, oh, start Gabe Davis, but he hasn't had that upside in weeks that we drafted him to have. So he's kind of been cooling off. I think I would go with Rashad White. And I think, and like with most of our questions, it comes down to is Leonard Fournette playing? If Leonard Fournette plays, maybe I would play Homer. But you've yeah, probably, no, I, you, you I, could probably gather from what we've said, you know, obviously, maybe if he was watching the show. Um, who, we, who we'd be starting because it's, it's a pretty similar situation. Yeah, I hear that. All right. This draft has started. We got the sixth spot, so we're at the turn, okay? Um, yeah. So basically, we can pick – here's how the lineup works. One quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and a tight end. Um, that's – It's one each. That's it? No flex? No, no. So so how it works is – let's see. I'm looking at it right now. So you can start one quarterback – one running back, two wide receivers, one flex, and one tight end. All right. That's that that's where you're starting here. All right. And we are going to be on the clock. So Justin Jefferson was taken at 101. Travis Kelsey at 102. Stefan Diggs at 103. I'm on Rye at 104. Jamar Chase at 105. We are on the clock right now. Who are we going with here? Derek Henry Christian has McCaffrey? historically been pretty good. Christian McCaffrey, too, yeah. He is McCaffrey looking Tony Pollard against Houston. Should we just do it? Should we go back to back? Let's do Tony Pollard here, dude. 
What do you think? Are you are you on board with that? I feel yeah, you're because we, we have another pick after this. That's fine. Yeah, we could do that. Okay, definitely. Let's do it. We got Tony Pollard. Should we do Christian the McCaffrey? Yeah, let's do it, dude. Well, how, how many running backs? Can we, oh, we have a flex. A flex. Right? Yeah. So, okay. Perfect. Let's do if it. Christian right, McCaffrey, so going, Tony Pollard's or flex. Like I'm cool with that. There we go. So we got Tony Pollard and Christian McCaffrey. What a start, baby! Actually, you know, being at the turn here is kind of nice. Yeah, because you there's know. if we're only drafting we six rounds, you get back to back picks. Like that's that's really good. Yeah, exactly. So we got Tony Pollard and Christian McCaffrey uh, at the at the 106 and one and two one. Um, so we're only we're about like five picks away. So in the meantime, let's let's hit up another question here. Connor's asking, my whole team is out with a bye. <laughs> Would you go Shark, <laughs> Shark or Najoku at Flex in a standard league? This is a good question here. Yeah. Okay. If if Amari Cooper's out, my you going Najoku? I just probably feel like it would have to be. I mean, Najoku, but the, the thing is, I was going to say, oh, Najoku, you know, he's a big play threat. You know, he catches a lot of yards. He doesn't have to catch so many balls to get a bunch of yards, but Chark is the same thing. And Chark's in a really good matchup. So it's, yes. I might want to lean Chark. I think because I of that match. The offense, obviously, for the Lions has been really good as of late. And, you know, I, I think starting a tight end, I think you have, he's liable to put up a zero. Not maybe, also, maybe not zero, a, also a, a tight end, also a tight end who we haven't seen rapport with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, right? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, right. That's true. So, so I, that's another thing. That one got cleared up pretty quickly. So you just got to talk it out. That's that's all you got to do. That's it. You got to talk it out. All right, we're four picks away, but let's look at who's on the clock here. Um, so we got Pollard. We got McCaffrey. Do we? Um, do you think we I grab like? So we can pick, we can, so, so we have our flex and we have our running back. So we need a quarterback. We need two wide receivers and we need a tight end here. Yeah. Are are we going Mark Andrews? Would that give us Mark Andrews? Never mind. He's got to take it. I was going to say, we should because Tyler Huntley's a quarterback. Man. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's a decent matchup, too. Um, Let's see. Do you think we got to get some receivers in here? Yeah. Let's take a look at what receivers are available. We got Metcalf, who I like this week against Carolina, T. Higgins, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Devontae Smith. Chris Godwin. Um, I'm thinking we'd take maybe one of these Seattle wide receivers and then maybe like Chris Godwin, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a good, I think that'd be good. You know, uh, quarterbacks available. Dak Prescott, Gino, Jared Goff, 14 seconds left on the clock. Kirk Cousins, Tyler Huntley. Should we wait on go quarterback? Grab, go grab a Seahawks receiver first. I think that's what we want, right? Like we go Metcalf? Metcalf? Yeah. Let's go Metcalf. Let's do it. All right. We picked him with three seconds left on the clock. All right. All right. And then we got uh, DeAndre Swift is available, but we, we don't need him. Okay. Wide receiver, <laughs> uh, Tyler Lockett. We could go, we can go uh, Chris Godwin. That's kind of appealing to me. Then maybe we wait on quarterback. Yeah, we could. What about Christian Kirk? I know he's there. I'm not sure. What do you I don't like his matchup this week. All right. That's fair. Remember, All I right. got Chris Godwin go at, at wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, go, go Chris Godwin. He gets, Let's do it. 12, like he gets it. 12. He gets 12 targets at clockwork. Anymore Good days. matchup against the 49ers defense who lets up a lot of points out of the, out of the slot. So yep. we're going with – so I, I like this so far, man. Pollard, yeah. McCaffrey, Metcalf, and Godwin. You know, I think I think all these guys could have a so big week. What? So now we got to like cover – we got to cover tight end and quarterback with these next two picks, right? You, you know also like why I like going a little bit, you know, out of order is because you want to differentiate yourself a little bit, you know? Yeah. We're, we're, this is a tournament. Um, with a lot of people in it. So we're trying to just like, you know, go crazy and try to hit it out of the park. So we need a tight end. Okay. Oh, maybe we should have went Dalton Schultz. 
instead of I don't know because what happens in these games is you know Dallas like if Dallas would go game up, script the game script screws them and Dallas you forget they have four tight ends that they use they have Schultz well last they have week shot they have last Ferguson. week though yeah Dalton Schultz's rap participation went through the roof ninety percent so we might see that the rest of the way which I'm very excited to see um, if you had to pick one of these tight ends here we're three three picks away. Frymuth is available. Kittle, well, not anymore. Kittle's available. Dulcich, Najoku, Knox. I'm kind of leaning Najoku here. That's what I'm going to say. Najoku, I would go with that too. Like I was originally going to say Dulcich, but then I thought if Najoku's still there and Amari Cooper might not play, you know, this could this could be interesting. We haven't seen, right? We haven't seen Najoku and Deshaun Watson play yet together. So who knows? Maybe there's something there. Hey, man. Right? Shoot for the ceiling, right? Yeah, maybe there's something there. All right. So, Najoku is a Najoku just got taken right before us. Oh. oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Quarterbacks available. Should we go with the stack with Geno Smith? That could that could increase your upside. Yeah. I think so. I think, I think it's a good matchup. Yeah. The, the available quarterbacks, Dak, Geno, Goff, Cousins, Huntley. Yeah. We're going yeah. Geno here. Okay. And then we got to pick a tight end, dude. It's basically between Dulcich? Kittle and Dulcich. I think Dulcich has more upside. I think Dulcich. Yeah, I, I think that's the way to go. Because for some reason, Russell Wilson's targeting the crap out of him. And, you know, obviously he's he's athletic. You know, he's a good tight end probably. But he, he was doing that with Cortland Sutton on the field and Jerry Judy. It makes no sense. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. I, I think Dulcich is a pick. That was exciting. Uh, so we got Geno Smith at quarterback. <laughs> running backs, let's do it. Tony Pollard and Christian McCaffrey at running back. Metcalf uh, and Godwin at wide receiver, and then Greg Dulcich at tight end. We waited on tight end. I like it. I like it. And that's yeah. it. That was the whole draft. That's all. Is that that's easy, guys? That's how easy guys? it is. Yep. All right. Uh, go ahead and join one of these contests. This one was only a five dollar entry, so not bad at all. Okay. Yeah. To win um, your share, to win a cut of two hundred twenty five thousand. Yes, please. Yeah, two hundred twenty five thousand dollar in prizes in this one. First place gets twenty five G's. If you're anywhere between, uh, you know. 100th place and 200th place, you still win 100 bucks. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of prizes available um, for you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, try it out, guys. Um, also, I'm going to be putting out my underdog pickums as well uh, over on my Instagram. Um, I'll give you a little bit of preview of what I do like this week. I like Mark Andrews to have a good game. 56 and a half receiving yards. This is total. You could see a little bit of a boost with Tyler Huntley like we saw last year. Um, right. I like uh who else do i like in this game um christian kirk under 69 and a half receiving yards i think you know you know he's been up and down i think this is gonna be one of his more down games this week uh jalen hurts i like the under on his pass attempts 29 and a half pass attempts is one of the reasons why i like miles sanders over his 14 and a half rushing attempts um there's a bunch of them guys this week um you know jerry judy i like his over 50 and a half i love garrett wilson's over this week garrett wilson's over what, what is that sitting at 62 and a half come on what are we doing yeah. here? okay with mike white um, come on mike white <laughs> and then chris godwin too his line is sitting at 50 at 58 and a half we just mentioned him so go over to underdog download the app go to underdogfantasy.com uh you can click the link in our description here as well uh and use the code upper hand to double your first deposit up to $100. All right? Yeah. That's it. That's all we got to talk about Underdog for. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 